Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, Networld, and thank you for joining me this morning. We are continuing a series called The Eight Basic Events of the End Times. Revelation 22.5 in the Amplified Version says, And there shall be no more night. They have no need for lamplight or sunlight, for the Lord God will illuminate them and be their light, and they shall reign as kings forever and ever through the eternities of the eternities. Wow, forever and ever. That's a really long time. And like we were discussing yesterday, is it really time at all? Because time is not constant. Today we're going to continue with the truth that nothing really disappears. It only transforms. And this is what happens to Christians when they die. Instantly, they're present with the Lord. For 2 Corinthians 5.8 says, We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. But those who are not saved, well, they don't cease to exist either, but they won't be present with the Lord. That's why the first event on my list of the eight events is salvation. Let me go over the eight basic events of the end times. The first is salvation. The second, the rapture. The third, the tribulation. The fourth, the second coming of Christ and the battle of Armageddon. I put those together. The fifth, the millennium. The sixth, Satan is released, then cast into the lake of fire forever. The seventh, the great white throne judgment. And the eighth, eternity. Yesterday, I said currently nothing disappears. Well, at the beginning of event number eight being eternity, an amazing thing takes place. Isaiah 65, 17 says, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. So, it looks like, Everything will be replaced one day, but until then, currently, nothing disappears. But there will be a new heaven and a new earth, brand spanking new. Let me read you Revelation 21, verses 1 through 8. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, no sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, and the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. 
And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Oh my, I really like the new part, but the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, well, no thank you. So this is why I write the eight basic events of the end times. I want you to see the new just like I will. As a matter of fact, I can't wait. I'm excited about the end times. I'm not in fear. I have nothing to fear. I look forward to these eight events, and as we study them in the next few days, I know you will too. Now, just to let you know, all of this material is available in a PDF document that I'd like to give you for free. It's a 58-page document with everything I'm about to teach starting from yesterday and all the way through. It's about 17 blogs that I have written on the end times that we'll be covering during these sessions. You can get that for free by emailing me at Pastor Jim, P-A-S-T-O-R-J-I-M, at T-M-H now, that's T for the, M for masters, H for house, T-M-H, and the word now, N-O-W, T-M-H-now.org. Pastor Jim at tmhnow.org. Write to me and ask for my end times series, and I'll send you this whole teaching, everything I'm teaching, all the scriptures, all the quotes for free in a 58-page document. I'd love to give it to you, and included in that are the charts that we'll be reading and everything that I'll be expressing. So send me a letter. We'll get it off to you. So event number one is salvation, and without event number one, all seven others will not be good. How do I know? Well, the Bible has not missed one future prediction yet. Did you know that Jesus fulfilled over 300 Old Testament prophecies through his life, death, and resurrection? The Christian Broadcasting Network, in an article called Biblical Prophecies Fulfilled by Jesus, it says this, The passion of Jesus Christ stands alone as the most important event creation has ever known. The Bible tells us that long before the world began, God had planned that the crucifixion of Jesus would be the method and payment for sin, the only payment that would reconcile sinners to a holy and loving God. It quotes 1 Peter 1, 19-20. He paid for you with the precious lifeblood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him for this purpose long before the world began, But now in these final days, he was sent to the earth for all to see, and he did this for you. And it goes on saying, down through history, God provided us a road map. He foretold various signs and conditions through his prophets. These prophets spoke of the things that mankind should watch for so that the Messiah would be recognized and believed. These signs or prophecies were given to us in the Old Testament. The Old Testament is the part of the Bible written before Jesus was born. Its writings were completed in 450 B.C. The Old Testament, written hundreds of years before Jesus' birth, contained over 300 prophecies that Jesus fulfilled through his life, death, and resurrection. Mathematically speaking, the odds of anyone fulfilling this amount of prophecy are staggering. Mathematicians put it this way. The odds of one person 
fulfilling eight prophecies would be one in 100 quadrillion. That's 100 plus 15 zeros. And one person fulfilling 48 prophecies, one chance in 10 to the 157th power. And one person fulfilling over 300 prophecies, well, only Jesus could do that. It is the magnificent detail of these prophecies that mark the Bible as the inspired word of God. Only God could foreknow and accomplish all that is written about Christ. This historical accuracy and reliability sets the Bible apart from any other book or record. Interesting facts, aren't they? Yes, I believe all the Bible end-time prophecy will be fulfilled. So are you ready? Let's read Revelation 22.5 again in the Amplified Version. And there shall be no more night. They have no need for lamplight or sunlight, for the Lord God will illuminate them and be their light, and they shall reign as kings forever and ever through the eternities of the eternities. Wow. Reason number one as to why I believe in eternity is because God is eternal. Many attempt to believe that everything that exists comes from nothing and suddenly something. Well, what's the pattern? Nothing, then something, then everything. Well, it takes more faith to believe in that than it does to believe in God. Everyone who has at least two beings in their head should know that something does not come from nothing. It never has and it never will. There must be a supernatural. In other words, something where everything comes from. Better than that, God is not a thing. He's God eternal, who has always existed, exists now, and will always exist forever. Even nature itself proves this fact because currently nothing created ceases to exist. It just transforms. Eternal, a really long time? Well, no, it's before, during, and after time. It's actually forever. It cannot be timed. It is greater than time. It is supernatural. Super being above, beyond, over, greater, superior, of the highest degree, more powerful, and exceeding the norms or limits of. And the word natural means existing or formed by nature as opposed to artificial of or pertaining to nature or the universe. So the word supernatural means of, pertaining to, or being above or beyond what is natural, unexplainable by natural law or phenomena. God is supernatural. God is eternal. Acts fifteen eighteen says, Known to God from eternity are all his works. Another word for eternal is everlasting. God is everlasting, and we are created in his image. That's from Genesis 1.26. Therefore, we are also everlasting. God is spirit, John 4.24, and we are created in his image. Therefore, we are also spirit. The difference in our eternity is by who we accept to be the Lord of our lives, Satan or Jesus. Sorry, you can't be your own Lord. The default for that is the same as Satan's. We will study his demise during our eight events. 2 Corinthians 5.1 says, For we know that if our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. I'm so looking forward to timeless eternity with the God of the universe. My prayer is that you will be there with me too. But how could God send anyone to hell? Well, he doesn't. That's our choice. But the rules and boundaries are God's, not ours, and I thank God for that. Most everyone knows John 3.16, but have you read verses 14, 15, and 17? 
John 3, 14 and 15 says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And then verse 17 says, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Eternal, everlasting. Wow, it's mind-blowing, isn't it? Well, that's okay. That explains why we're not God. So here we are about to explore the eight basic events of the end times. Let's put it this way. The eight basic events of the end times predicted in the Bible. You can count on them. All eight of these events are biblical events and they will take place with the exceptions of number one. That's our choice. And some may not agree with the timing of the rapture. But most all theologians believe in a rapture at some time. My view will be explained for a pre-tribulation rapture. But what if I'm wrong? Well, regardless of the timing of the rapture, whoever believes in him, and here's John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Wow. Well, that's a good note to end today's session on. We're out of time, but tomorrow we can meet again at the same place, same time, and same channel. I look forward to that. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.